Hello everyone and welcome back to the Vulnerability Hangover. I'm your host Nikki and this is our emotional support dog Enzo and today we are going to really be getting vulnerable. I'm going to give you guys a trigger warning right now because this next episode is going to dive into my eating disorder, drug addiction, and sexual assault. But before we jump into this episode, I am going to pull an affirmation from our affirmation slash gratitude deck. So let's start off this heavy episode with something a little bit lighter. I show gratitude even in the most challenging situations. I swear, like every episode, every time I go and grab an affirmation from this deck, it is so aligned with what we're going to dive into. I am extremely grateful for all of the challenges that I've gone through in my life and I want to show my gratitude for those struggles and lessons by talking about it on this podcast. And that's the whole reason why I started this podcast in the first place. Also today, we are drinking a strawberry lemon poppy probiotic drink, of course. Now let's jump in. I believe this topic is something that is extremely important to talk about because there's so much more that goes into eating disorders besides what a lot of these TV shows portray. I also know that everyone struggles with eating disorders differently so i'm not going to compare myself or speak about any other people that struggle with having an eating disorder because it's such a sensitive topic everyone's trauma is different and i want to make sure that i'm being completely vulnerable and talking about my struggles and i hope that this story or experience helps someone out there whoever is listening This is also a pretty vulnerable topic for me because I've always been pretty comfortable posting about my body, but I never really talked about the struggles that I've had with my body. This is something that I feel like a lot of people go through and there's a lot more to it than just preventing yourself from eating over consuming food and all that stuff. How it all started, I've always been very petite, but I've always had naturally a bigger butt. I can remember the first time someone ever made a comment about my body and there were some girls that would pick on me for having a bigger butt which sounds super weird because of how society is nowadays and a lot of women are going out of their way to get cosmetically filled like how my body is and I'm not trying to brag or anything but that's just weird to think that back in the day I was really getting picked on but the body standards I guess you could say for when I was going through like elementary school and middle school were very much around women being thin and it's sad that this kind of stuff is portrayed so much in social media and can affect such young women because it definitely took an effect on me. There was also a group of guys who would make fun of me for being flat-chested, even in elementary school. And I've mentioned it in other videos, but because of that experience, that was like a huge reason why I ended up getting 
breast augmentations. I will talk about that in other episodes when I'm able to, but that trauma really had an effect on how I viewed myself, and I think that was the beginning of my body dysmorphia. Those situations were very traumatic for me because it was almost an everyday occurrence. They would mock me, they would shove stuff down my shirt, and some of them would even grope me. I dreaded going to school every day. I went to public school from elementary school through middle school, and then my sophomore year, I went to online school, so it was always an issue that I had. Also, my body has always been sexualized because of my curves, but at the same time, I was shamed for not really developing in my chest area, especially by those group of guys. I would find myself comparing myself a lot to other girls my age, and a lot of girls around that time were developing. Obviously, we were going through puberty. I would wear baggy clothes at the bottom but I would wear tighter tops and I started stuffing my bra or wearing multiple bras because I wanted to fit in and look a certain way. When you're younger everyone is going through a super awkward phase but I was not only struggling with being flat chested and having a bigger butt but I was also struggling with acne so I wasn't ever feeling 100% at peace with my looks. This was before there was a whole bunch of social media. I know that Instagram started coming out around the time I was in middle school, but it wasn't how Instagram is nowadays. There were other platforms like Facebook, but let's just say social media was not like how it is in your face so much nowadays. Of course, I would go online and whatnot and idolize a lot of these women who had bigger boobs and were super thin. I thought that I wanted to look like that. I was ashamed of what I looked like because I didn't look like them. I battled back and forth with this constant body dysmorphia from the end of elementary school through middle school and throughout high school. My body dysmorphia was so bad, I would try and hide my body so much to the point that I wouldn't change in front of the other girls in the locker rooms. I would go into the bathroom stall to change for PE because I didn't want other people seeing that I was wearing multiple bras and I didn't want them to pick on me. In high school, I was struggling really bad with severe depression and anxiety. So I was seeing a therapist and a psychiatrist and they had put me on anti-anxiety meds and antidepressants. And I believe I was also on a sleeping medication. I went through lots of different medications throughout high school. Some of the medications would not interact well with me and most of the meds would make me not eat. My weight stayed pretty consistent throughout high school until I hit senior year, which was when I was put on an anti-anxiety medication, which was actually the first medication that helped me a lot, but this medication made me put on a lot of weight a lot quicker, and this is around the time where I started developing an unhealthy relationship with food and an eating disorder. I was noticing I was gaining a little bit more weight, so 
what I would do is I would either eat one small snack throughout the day, like not have any food during lunch, or I would not eat at all. And then when I would come home from school, I would completely binge and start eating anything and everything that I could. Obviously, that's super unhealthy and probably didn't help my weight gain at all, but I couldn't stop myself from the weight gain and it was becoming more and more noticeable. I can remember the exact day where I really started spiraling into this eating disorder. I was getting ready for work. I had just graduated high school. I was still on that medication and a family member pointed out that I was starting to get a little bit of a belly, like I was gaining weight in my stomach area, and that comment alone made me never want to eat again because I didn't know any other healthy ways to lose weight. I was working full-time, and it was like kind of a high-intensity job. I was working in a pets hotel so i was constantly running around on my feet and like taking care of dogs so it wasn't like i was sitting around throughout the day i was also going to the gym pretty consistently and i was trying to eat as best as i could or as healthy as i could but nothing was working so then i really started restricting myself this was around the age of 18 which was also when i stopped living with my parents so around that time i started taking unprescribed benzodiazepines uh, to black out because when i would take these pills i would forget to eat or i would just sleep throughout the day so my thoughts were if i was taking this medication every single day or every so often i would be able to lose weight and i would go back to being thin again the not eating and sleeping most of the day and taking these drugs helped me get down to a couple pant sizes but it was never good enough i was doing these drugs consistently to the point where i was addicted to them and it was extremely hard to go through that kind of thing because i was not working at the time i ended up quitting my job because i was so involved with the, these drugs i lost a lot of friends because of it and my mental health was just taking a complete decline because i was abusing these medications but luckily i was able to pull myself out of it somehow also with the help of my partner at the time. He was doing the medications with me, but not as often as I was. And I remember I came to this realization, oh my gosh, I don't remember like half of this year. I need to stop. I was fortunate to be able to get out of that vicious cycle, but I was still very much stuck in this cycle of restricting myself from eating. And I was extremely depressed. Taking that type of medication, it was becoming harder and harder for me to remember things and it almost felt like my brain was kind of glitching. When that started happening, I knew that I needed to stop taking this medication and that I needed to turn my life around. So I stopped taking those drugs. But around that time, I had moved out of the place that I was living and I stopped living with the partner that I was with at the time and 
I moved into a different place. I started working as a bikini barista, which I mentioned in one of my last episodes that was kind of the downward spiral for my eating disorder. So I started restricting my diet a lot more and I decided that I wanted to go vegan. Vegan in air quotes um, because really I was just a junk food vegan. I wasn't doing it correctly for the most part. I was not getting enough calories. Not only was I restricting myself from a lot of the foods that I used to eat, I was just becoming more and more restrictive with everything all around. One thing that I've noticed with my eating disorder is whenever something super traumatic happens to me or something that is stressful for me happens, I start restricting myself from eating almost as like this punishment to myself for whatever is going on. It got really bad when I was 19. I went through a super traumatic event. I was raped on a couple occasions by the same person. I was so ashamed and alone that I started restricting my eating even more. I ended up going down to 98 pounds and it was starting to take a huge toll on my body. I became anemic. I was not sleeping or I was sleeping too much. I was overworking myself because I was working two full-time jobs and I would practically only eat a slice of bread and drink water all day. I picked up this weird habit of eating certain junk foods. Some of the junk foods that I was eating were candy. I would like not eat all day and then at night I would just binge a whole bag of peeps. It was my comfort food but the next day I would just go back to not eating because I was so ashamed of myself. It was almost like I wanted myself to suffer in this weird subconscious way. So I was basically down to one meal a day if you could even call it a meal. I tried to hide my eating disorder the best I could if I was going out with friends or if I was with family members. I would just eat a small appetizer or I would tell them that I had already eaten and I would just order like a soda or something to help fill me up and prevent me from having like my stomach growl at the table. But eventually I got to the point where my stomach wouldn't growl. I was almost addicted to the feeling of starving myself. I didn't do anything about it, though I continued for the next year to struggle. It got to the point where whenever I would eat food, it would upset my stomach, so it would make me restrict my diet even more. I was struggling with either starving myself, binging, not eating enough, I was vegan, and then on top of that, I would restrict myself even more from eating stuff like gluten. For me, it never really was about the calories. It was just mostly how it made me feel. Like I said, I was practically addicted to the feeling of being starved and act like what I was doing was healthy and that I was just really strict about the food that I put in my body. I would paint it basically as I was dieting and trying to stay as healthy as I could. I've just never had a healthy relationship with food. I felt like my eating disorder would go in waves. At that time, I wasn't ready to admit that I was struggling with anorexia, but 
with how thin and sick I was getting, I really started to notice the toll it was taking on my body. So like I mentioned earlier, I became anemic and it was making it hard for me to stay awake. It was making it hard for me to sleep. I think it was starting to take a toll on my heart as well. I had this eye watch that would send notifications to whoever had me on the little fitness program it would send notifications to them saying that my heart rate was like abnormally high and then i needed medical assistance or it would say that it was unbelievably low it was really starting to affect my health going into 21 i ended up meeting another person and getting in a relationship with him and that is really when i realized that i had an eating disorder he was the one that kind of brought it to my attention he pointed out how thin i was getting i was even starting to become more and more thin throughout him and i talking and getting in a relationship he was really worried about me and he would always try and get me to eat whenever i was with him and whenever we would hang out he'd always make sure that i was eating and that i had enough food and he was very concerned for my health but i would just say you know i have it handled and what i'm doing is healthy i was very much in denial about it we moved in together towards the beginning of 2020 which was a couple months before the pandemic hit and i started to feel a lot better about my diet and I became a lot less restrictive of my eating and everything like that. Started really getting into fitness a lot more. I had been super into fitness when I was 19 and when I was a bikini barista, but he was going to the gym a lot, so I would tag along with him. And then we both decided that we were going to be vegan, but we were going to do it in the healthier way. We would meal prep for the week and then I would make dinner or I would make breakfast and everything like that and everything was 100% vegan. We were making sure to get our calories in. I started to feel a lot better and I started noticing I was gaining a lot more muscle and I was gaining weight but I was completely okay with that because I felt nourished for the first time in my life. Around the time that I moved in with him, we ended up going to Mexico. And when we were in Mexico, we were just like, fuck it. Let's just have a good time and eat whatever we want. We decided on that trip that we were no longer vegan and that we were going to eat whatever we wanted because we deserved it. And that trip definitely helped me shift my mindset when it came to food after that trip lockdown happened and we started getting a little bit more lenient with what we were eating we were eating junk food we were getting takeout but we were also eating a lot at home so i was able to try a bunch of varieties of food and i really started enjoying eating just as much as i enjoyed starving myself which is really sad to say but that's the truth in the pandemic i ended up gaining the good old quarantine 15 but really for me it was like the quarantine 20. i was eating a lot more junk food the complete opposite of what i was doing beforehand i was eating super unhealthy 
I was not exercising as much because gyms were closed and I was also over consuming. So I had completely stopped restricting myself from anything and I was eating anything and everything that was in sight. During the time period of 2020, and 2021 i started feeling like i got my anorexia under control but now i was starting to notice that i was gaining a lot of weight so one of the things that my partner and i would do were go to the gym once they started opening up a lot more eating a lot healthier being more mindful of the food that we were putting in our bodies we would avoid getting a bunch of takeout and like going to restaurants but i was continuing to watch my body change and I was getting a lot more thicker and the relationship was starting to get a lot more toxic so I started using food to cope and I started fixating on specific foods. I was really ashamed that I was eating a lot of junk food to cope but I wasn't feeling that love between him and I anymore so the way that I would feel, I guess, loved in this weird fucked up way was eating a bunch of food. So I started binging a lot more. And then towards the end of our relationship, I went into this downward spiral yet again with completely restricting myself. After we broke up, I couldn't eat and it was a combination of the stress, the depression, all that come kind of stuff I started falling back into bad habits again I started restricting myself even more I also at the time was struggling with my breast implant infection so that made me lose a lot of weight as well and not in the healthy way although I was doing the best that I could to avoid restricting But I think just in the back of my mind, my brain wanted me to suffer. So I was restricting myself. I was over exercising. I was working out like two times a day and I started getting pretty obsessed with how I was looking. I mentioned in the last episode that I had like an ego death and there was a bunch of realizations that I came to after that ego death situation, which I'm going to have an episode about. But I came to the realization that I needed a better relationship with food. So I hired a nutritionist. We worked towards getting my gut health back in to a better state because when you are on a bunch of antibiotics it really just screws up your entire gut health which can make you more sensitive to certain foods so with her I worked on different meal plans creating that healthy relationship with food again she gave me recipes that I could try on my own and I started getting more mindful about the food that I was putting in my body working with this nutritionist and going through that ego death type situation really helped flip the narrative that I had about food and my body. This is your only body. Treat it well. And once you treat your body well, everything else will follow. You'll feel more energized to do things and when you're more energized to do things you're more productive and when you're more productive you feel good about yourself and when you feel good about yourself other people recognize that and it's just 
a very validating thing. So not only did going through this eating disorder and all these struggles help me feel better about myself, I feel better about myself now in a much healthier way. I still have days where I struggle with body dysmorphia, but I try really hard to not pick on myself about it. If I'm having a day where I just feel like I maybe want Taco Bell or something like that, I don't shame myself for it, but I do make sure to try to choose the more healthier option if that's even available. When I go to the grocery store, I'm really mindful about the food that I am putting in my body because I want to be healthy and, you know, continue to have a long life. I'm also not going to restrict myself from eating because I need to take care of my body. I don't restrict myself from anything and I make sure to eat as much as I can throughout the day because when I'm eating and I'm eating the good foods that my body needs, I feel really good. So I've come to realize that my relationship with myself is a lot healthier. So in conclusion, I am feeling a lot better and a lot healthier with how I am to this day. I'm a lot less critical about how I look, especially with all that I've gone through last year with my breast implant infection and going through an ego death and going through a breakup and my weight fluctuating, working with a nutritionist, all that kind of stuff. That experience of me being so restrictive in practically torturing myself has made me so much more understanding of myself. I now enjoy eating, which is something that I used to hate. I used to hate feeling full. I now enjoy the way that I look. I'm less critical of myself. And I don't know if that's just something that comes with age or because I went through an ego death situation and going to therapy and journaling about it and I don't know what exactly it was, probably a combination of everything, but I feel so much better now. And yeah, I do still have moments where I'm like, oh, I shouldn't eat that. But whenever that thought pops into my head, I know now to catch that thought and really try to create a new narrative. Like, no, you do deserve to eat that. You do deserve to feel good about yourself. You do deserve all these good things and I'm just all around a lot more healthier and I do feel like I love myself more because of going through that experience and pushing my way through. Do I think that I should have gone through treatment? Maybe, but I don't know if that treatment would have worked because I was in such denial and I'm a strong believer in things only will work for you if you really want it. So I don't think therapy would have helped with it. I don't think getting checked in would have helped with any of it. I think I had to go through those experiences and really learn how to navigate it in a way that was best for me. And what was best for me was working with a nutritionist and also being more mindful of the thoughts that I'm feeding my brain. So all in all, I am super happy with how I am to this day, and I hope to anyone who is listening who is struggling with having an eating disorder, I don't really know the right words 
to say, but you deserve to feel healthy and you deserve to feel love and your health is so important. Your life is so important. If you are out there struggling, let someone know, but make sure it's someone that you can trust to talk about these things because it's very hard to open up to people, especially if they are not going through something that's similar. But I hope this episode was healing for other people. I feel like I was kind of all over the place with this one because I'm still processing going through the seating disorder. I don't think I'm gonna relapse with having it again, but I was in denial for so long, so it was hard to talk about and getting all the words out of my brain out to you guys has been very hard this episode I'm sure you can tell but I want to leave this episode on a high note it it does get better that's one thing I will say it does get better sometimes you got to put a little bit of work in and sometimes you may feel too tired to put that work in, but your life is so valuable and it's so worth it. You got to live like every day is going to be your last. So I hope this helps someone out there. If you know someone that is struggling with an eating disorder, please be gentle with them and approach the conversation in the most non-judgmental way that you can because it is a t- touchy subject and some people might be in denial just like I was. Thank you guys so much for supporting this podcast and listening to it. Please make sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much. Okay, love you. Bye.